Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. Uh, forewarning, there is a thunderstorm outside my window, so if you hear any thunder booming, don't be afraid. It's not raining. There you know. it is right there. Uh, see, I can't even hear it with my I know headphones it's on. Not th- I know it's not. It's always, that was pretty loud, actually. Wow. Um, There's another one. Wow, three in a row. That was pretty awesome. Do not fear if you're driving your car and you're hearing thunder and it's a bright, sunny day. That oh, is... wait, you know what? That might not be thunder. That might be something on my Oh my! Something <laughs> on my computer is making noise. That's what that is. Carry on. You've... Sorry. Matt has ghosts in his basement, apparently, and uh, they're coming to get him. No, uh, this is the Atomic Geekdom podcast, or just welcome to Atomic Geekdom. I think we're going to start just calling it that now. Um because why not? Branding is, is why all, not? all a lot of fun. Um, My name is Dave. Welcome to the show. If you're a new guest to this show, please kick back, relax, and enjoy what we'll probably be arguing at some point, and laughing, and then more arguing. Uh, it's what we do as people in society today. And then we come together. Don't forget to sign it at the door, dude, right, so right. you can get your... You'll you get, get your, your gift bag. Your swag. <clears throat> uh, yeah, to- atomic atomic swag. Hold on. Aswamic swag. No, it's there. <laughs> Whoa, that atomic was... <laughs> geek, geek gag. Atomic geek gag. Nice. nice. We did it. We it did does, it, you guys, as a team. Doesn't sound, it out. doesn't sound dirty at all. What are you going to do? <sighs> um, Whatever, Dave. Joining me tonight, you've heard both their voices. They don't like to stay quiet, and that's okay. But from the Two Broke Geeks podcast, he also does a lot of NPR, as you'll hear maybe from his voice tonight. It is Matt. Hello, Dave. How are you? I am great. I don't mean to make fun, but I love the NPR voice, (laughs) like the joking NPR voice. And because I know you have to be quiet sometimes, uh, it it kills me. (laughs) So the intentional NPR voice always makes me laugh. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> You're going to get it tonight for sure. Yeah, perfect. It's going <laughs> to totally throw me off my game. <laughs> um, and joining us from the Just Two Pals podcast, I'm going to promote him to Pal Numero Uno. Oh, gracias. It is Johnny. Hi. Hello. Uh, Who needs that Randy character? Who anyway? needs that Randy buffoon? That guy's too busy. Playing that Nintendo Switch to even pick up a microphone and record a podcast. Damn right. I'm willing to bet in that last two-hour episode of yours, he was playing that Switch the entire time, buddy. I bet he was playing the the Switch from from beginning to end. Absolutely. What a jerk. That's why his jokes jokes weren't landing. Yeah, Were they? Were they not? I yeah, they were. They were. Just... I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> every every no, just you're absolutely right, Dave. This guy prioritizes Nintendo over 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 his over his best friend. Overseeing that's I'll, Logan. That's I'll say. Overseeing Logan. Couldn't find two hours in his life to drop that Nintendo go. Switch, let it charge, and go see Logan. Randy's just <laughs> a Nintendo <laughs> apologist, guys. It's what he does. Uh, he loves Nintendo. <laughs> I love I love it. Love that. I love it. Matt takes shots at Randy on his podcast and now we've we've <laughs> we're all just taking yeah, shots. I, at him. I noticed I, I haven't gotten to the episode yet, but I saw that uh your your most recent episode is a, <laughs> some about Randy. 
Which is great because I thought you and I were rivals, but now it turns out that you and Randy are rivals. <laughs> the tables have turned. Well, no, it. it's just that, it's just that Randy had to go ahead and and call me out on one of your podcasts. Uh, it was like it was right before. Yeah, it was the one right before you guys had some computer problems and couldn't get your episodes out, or maybe the one even right before that where he was like popping all his tops. He popped like six or seven tops. Oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't like you now, Randy. So I'm gonna. Yeah. Get on you. You 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 issued a challenge. You issued a challenge, and he just responded. But you know, Randy, he he goes too far. It's true. It's true. If anybody knows that Randy goes too far, it's it's Shannon. That's true. (laughs) He gets a little obsessive when he's trying to make friends. I didn't catch any of that. Oh, said Randy. Does Randy get along with anybody? Jenny, Jenny, because Jenny gets along with everybody. I mean, he's huh? my best friend. He did bring me <laughs> to the airport when I was in Las Vegas. So oh, great for you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's all right. Johnny's my new best friend because we went and saw Power Rangers. We did go see Power Rangers together, Dave, and we held hands the whole time, which I the, thought this, I didn't expect. But this, this is a fallacy. This is these are lies, was, fake news. I thought that I thought that maybe you were like maybe nervous about some of the content, like you weren't ready for it. But no, it turns out, Dave, you're just the kind of guy who. Likes his hand held during a film, and there's nothing wrong with guys, that. Guys, guys, is it? Are we at a place in our society where one straight man and w- one other straight man can't hold hands during a movie? Probably no. Not. It's probably it's acceptable. It's <laughs> acceptable. Right. They're scary little rock creatures called putties. I mean, I needed a little a little help. Guys, if you want to talk about what's weird, I went to see Beauty and the Beast last week, but nobody wanted to go with me, so I was alone adult male <laughs> no. at children's movie. Mm. Oh no. I did not see that. You're on somebody's Beauty you're on some list now, Matt. I guarantee. I probably am. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, I could see being a little skeptical of a of a lone white man at maybe Cinderella, but Beauty and the Beast I think kind of crosses that line of of right. not just being for children or or you know or, or more effeminate fare like that's that's right. just a that's great true. movie yeah. in general. That's true. It might yeah. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I've heard decent okay enough things about it. I've heard it's not as good as the as the animated one. It's almost like uh I, I no, talked to a lot it, of people that saw it said why did they even make it if they're not going to hmm. they're not going to do something different with it. They did tiny different things with it. They they added a, a small subplot about Belle's mother. Uh, they changed a couple of the uh, actually they changed a couple of songs, but only the ones involving Gaston. Uh, they changed oh. they changed both the actual song Gaston and they changed Kill the Beast, and then they added a Beast solo song, which was actually pretty good. Um, was it like a meatloaf guy, like a meatloaf style song? Like no, I, I would no, do anything for love, no, but I won't do that. No. <laughs> okay. I, it was no, it wasn't. I mean, it was pretty sappy, but it it wasn't like that. No, it was good. You get where you get where I'm going. Where I was going with that joke, right? Because that's like his homage to Beauty and the Beast in the video. Oh yes, very true. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> all about the video until you mentioned it. But yeah, and, but you're overall, yeah, it is basically just the same movie, only. Mm-hmm. And it's it's actually really beautiful. It's like a really beautiful movie to look at and everything. So I don't know. I recommend seeing it. Mm-hmm. How was uh, Luke Evans as Gaston? That's all I care about. Not very good. Oh sure. no! You're like no. the third person to tell me that. I didn't like him. Number one, he's not like buff enough. Like he's not big. 
he's not a big well the cartoon really dude. makes him pretty over exaggerated buff guy that's true that's true but in well the beast can't... doesn't look as big either as he does in the... well i think he, he's actually pretty big looking my favorite but, meme um... is like there's a lot lyric in the song where he's like says he's like six four and then they yeah. show a picture he's like only a head taller than emma watson <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's no and way she's six two he can't sing very well um not that gaston has a lot of singing parts but it was like eh. and in fact you know what honestly like none of them could sing like spectacularly including emma watson which was too bad josh gad's um, probably got a good voice i think i've heard him sing before oh yeah josh gad's got a great voice <clears throat> maybe not in the movie well, I'm, not, I'm, I, I'm certainly not, not saying i know that he's a, got a great voice for this yeah, movie but yeah. i thought him the- sing and he's not and he's for the great. yeah not for the one song he sung it was hmm. okay but okay. he was good and i liked it i liked him as as uh extremely gay lafou <laughs> is it extremely, extremely gay? gay oh it's very in your oh face, i heard i heard it was gay. yeah i heard it was subtle maybe that was people that wanted I mean, it to be subtle <laughs> i wouldn't say it was subtle at all oh okay no. is it he was... like flamboyant or is he just like hey i'm gay guys how's it going He's very, very flamboyant, very, you can tell he definitely is, like, has a crush on Gaston, mm-hmm. very like dreamy, dreamy and a little bit, and, um, is it, and, and, I, I guess that's he, what I expected, and that's he gets what I with a, and he gets with a man at the end, so. oh, spoiler alert alert. he he ends up like there's a very brief scene where he dances with a man at the end okay oh but not cast on he doesn't get his green guy no he gets a different guy so it's not Uh, like the subtlety of star trek uh the last star trek remember what happens to gaston johnny you'll know he doesn't get with Gaston. well well but who knows spoiler alert it ends exactly the same yeah yeah no i I don't even uh, remember how the cartoon ends that's kind of what I was hoping it would be. You know, the, they, a lot of a lot of groups made this big up or like, oh no, Disney's gay. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, but I mean, a yes, it most assuredly is. Don't worry, don't um, worry, you haters. They're still anti-Semitic. If no, <laughs> if if no one had said from the beginning that he was supposed to be gay, if you walked into the movie and Disney had never said LeFou is gay, you would know from oh, okay. his first know. appearance. Whereas, on whereas they made. Just, yeah, they made such a big deal about turning Sulu gay in the last Star Trek, but if you had blinked, you would have missed it. Right. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah, something uh something similar was uh was addressed in a movie Dave and I just watched. I don't know if saying what it is is a spoiler. Uh it's in the, the media. Movie. Uh I is you it? know what? I'm uh, screw talking is gay in Power Rangers. That's right? what we're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, screw yeah, that. Yeah. The bigger I surprise about it. it was it was handled very well. I mean, right. it was like a, it wasn't like a huge plot point and it wasn't like they all gasped. You know, a, <gasps> yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't like everyone was shocked and went, well, but how?" <laughs> right. right. Uh, You're Trini. You can't was, be gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, you know, I'm struggling and this is why and everyone was like, well, don't worry. You know, you, you don't have to feel alone because you're right. with us. Yeah, like I'm, that was, I'm a private person. I like discussion. going in and out of schools every year because my parents move. Uh, but uh, but what was a bigger thing for me, I thought was more important is, and I'm sorry if this is a spoiler. I don't think it is, but they portray Billy as an autistic kid. And yeah. I, I think that's amazing. I thought that was that was fantastic, and in real life, the Billy guy was the guy that plays Billy is gay. So maybe yeah. Billy the character should have also been gay. 
Yeah, that could have been. I mean, they did that with Sulu. Like, again, back to Sulu, even though Takai says Mm -hmm. he didn't like it. Yeah, that's true. If they had made him him gay and autistic, that would have been. (laughs) The double whammy. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, not necessarily like. Well, we got a a quota to quit here. can fit here, guys. Uh, They're coming down hard on us. We need uh, Billy. He's gay and autistic. All right, done. Yeah. Very true. Very true. I, I'm I'm definitely pro having the the Rangers be, you know, have have other things that that identify them instead of just you know I'm I'm the Asian Yellow Ranger and I'm the yeah. Black Black Ranger. Like, did you ever notice? Yeah, like the Yellow Ranger was Asian and the Black mm-hmm. Ranger was black. What's up with that? And the Blue Ranger was yeah. a nerd. I mean, what what's that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. Yeah, when really <laughs> that guy should have been the Pink Ranger. Hello. Uh, <laughs> guys, how come there never has been a Pink Ranger that's a guy? We need to get this is man, we need yeah. to get this change. Right. There right. needs to be a guy Pink Ranger. Has there not <laughs> a white a white male Pink Ranger? White male Pink Ranger. I have, I'm entitled. I have I have my entitlements, my privilege, and I want a white male Pink Ranger right now. I did rewatch that uh, that YouTube fan made thing uh, with the R rated oh, yeah, Power Rangers dude. recent uh, yesterday. Yeah. I never liked that. I loved it so much, <laughs> but mostly I because it was interesting. I, I wouldn't want that to be the movie. Sure, for just, Power Rangers, but it's like a one off. Like this is just kind of what if type thing. This, yeah, yeah. What if we got our hands on this world for for you know yeah. seven eight minutes? I always thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Like Zach ends up like this this Thai bow instructor who's got like two women making out in a bed behind him. It's like what <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, Billy is like this huge tech mon uh, tech guy, and he's he's one that made all these weapons and stuff. And he ends up sh- getting shot in the head at his desk. And uh, I just thought it was cool with Vanderbeek being in that and uh, the chick from Battlestar Galactica. Uh, it was it was it was some good casting, and it, and it made for a little fun twelve minute video. Yeah, I thought it was cool. It's just for fun. Like that's that's all it is, just for fun. Yeah. Fun. yeah. Um, I I I am not reading anything like comic book wise right now. I'm just so busy. Uh, are you guys reading any comics? I know what Matt's I'm reading, or Matt's. Comics. I know what Matt's obsessed with right now. It seems like on Twitter, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm, yeah, I saw you're it. listening to it. Man, it oh man, that book destroys me every time I read it. It's like, in a good way. Oh, in like a really good way. Like, it, number, well, it, it's it is an excellent example of horror not being at all about the monster. Uh, Even though the monster is horrifying, the monster is horrifying. But the the real horror of it, and I think anybody who's ever watched just the the thing with Tim Curry doesn't quite get the full impact of it is that the horror of it is really the horror of aging. Like it, it, it's a, it's a nostalgia piece about the loss of childhood innocence and then growing up, losing touch with all your friends, kind of forgetting your friends, becoming an adult, doing adult stuff, and then having to go back to like when they go back to Derry, it's like a high school reunion and being hit with the reality of, whoa, all my friends that I haven't thought about in years are like old people now and I'm an old people now. And it's like, damn it. And it just it gets worse the older I get where I'm like, this is just <clears throat> hits me right in the feels. <laughs> That's what I like about a lot of those stories, like those coming of age stories or the where <clears throat> you get them as a child and then you you see them as an adult, like. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit like Stand by Me type thing, or 
yep. it's it for sure is one of them. Goonies not so much because you don't see them as adults, but I can totally see them doing that with Stranger Things. Um, like you'll see these kids do these Ooh, these crazy adventures, yeah. and then maybe like the last season you'll see them as adults. You know. If they did that, that would destroy mm. me pretty hard too. That'd <laughs> where be the, interesting. You, I just feel like that's the that's the natural progression of that show where you know they'll jump ahead in the last season that they plan to do, and then they'll be adults looking back and how far they've separated, being such close friends, and where's where's eleven now? You know, as they got a, they became adults or whatever it is. You know, um, <clears throat> I think I think that's a great progression for that show. Not that they have to do that, but it feels like the very eighties thing to do, and they're. Very 80s-centric with their shows. Yep. I, uh, I read a lot of Stephen King when I was growing up. And mm-hmm. um, actually, actually, one of my favorite stories that I, I've ever read was um, – I wish I could remember it. it. It's been a long time since I picked it back up. But it was, um, it was about uh, this, this guy, this uh, doctor who was stranded on an island, um, and he was running heroin for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for, for money. Yeah. Um, oh, Gilligan's so, Island. Uh, yeah, I saw that show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gilligan's Island. Yeah, but he murders all the other <laughs> right. strandees. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he uh, he gets stranded. He's got this heroin, and he's starving, and he, he you know, it's 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 uh, written as a diary almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I know which like day one and then the day title. five. I know. Yeah. I shoot. I can't remember the title of that one either. But I'll, I know I'll exactly you guys, which one. Yeah, I'll let you guys as think about as, it. But when I'm stranded on islands and I'm addicted to heroin and hungry. I like to crack open oh. a, a Dr. Pepper. Um, oh my, and Dr. Pepper! Re- really enjoy all twenty-three uh, what artificial are you flavors. Doing Dr. Pepper. I need some caffeine, my friend. Mm. Mm. Uh, wow, I've got no response to it because uh, I ran out of Mountain Dew voltage and I didn't know we were going to podcast tonight. Uh-huh. So, got to come prepared. The one you're, the one you're thinking about is he, the one you're thinking about is he eats himself, right, to stay alive. Uh, Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's what? the story. Is, is he? <laughs> yeah. Is he does the heroin, and then he starts slowly kind of cutting himself apart and and eating himself to stay alive, um, and then yeah. he starts going mad. And by the end of the story, he starts actually looking forward to, like cutting off cutting off his fingers so that he can eat them. Um, wow. And he calls them like, like yeah yeah like he calls them delicious. Yeah, um, it's a so, not so story. I love it. I love well, it's my amazing. favorite Stephen King, King story. And yep. and as much as I love Stephen King's work and Stephen King's ideas, um, also Dreamcatcher is another one of my favorites. That's a good one. Oh, I didn't like that one at all. <laughs> well, that's another. That's another one with the with them as children and then adults. Yeah, yes. it is. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, another one of the things I've always struggled with with King, even as a kid, and and now even more so as an adult, is his dialogue. He writes dialogue so hammy mm-hmm. that uh, it it's like he wants like uh, the the dialogue describes the person he's got yeah he's got a real voice for each character and there's there's a lot of carryover in characters in his books like you can tell that that's in his brain like that's how people should talk type of thing skateboards in his books they they talk as if oh what's up bra hanging loose bra hanging in there bra what up bra yeah (laughs) like that's every character talks like that 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 you know rides a skateboard so that the dialogue for me is is over the top to the point mm-hmm. where I struggle enjoying it, uh, but I I respect the themes of his of his of his uh, books. I really enjoy his books just in general. So sometimes I'll go back and reread, like I did reread it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to say two two or so years ago, and yeah. uh, when I did, I was like, oh, this dialogue, but the book's so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
The trailer for the new <clears throat> It movie is rumored to be coming out on the 29th, so I'm looking forward to that. What's the release of that movie? Do you remember? September something or other. Okay. September yep. for sure. I just can't remember the exact day. We all float down here. Oh, Pennywise, my hero. Mm. <laughs> you think this guy's going to be as as memorable as the Tim Curry version, or do you think it's a it's an uphill battle? <laughs> that that's. I don't like comparing. That's like comparing Joker's. Yeah, that's going to well, be. I'm, I'm talking yeah. about memorable. I'm, I'm saying enough oh. for you. I'm just saying. I like the actor a lot. Oh, I think it'll be. Yeah, I think it'll be. I mean, it's hard to say. I, it's going to depend on the script and. Yeah. Kind of like what I was saying earlier about the book, Pennywise is – here's the thing. I think Pennywise is actually pretty easy to play. Like you just got – Pennywise is just a ham character that you just – as long as you ham it up enough and then switch from hammy to sinister and play like that mustache twirling sinister role, you're going to do all right. I'm more concerned about how like the kids will do and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'll say this for the Power Rangers movie and you have a character like Rita Repulsa who is extremely hammy in the cartoon or in the <laughs> original series. I mean, let's be real. It's it's a kid show. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's just over the top ridiculous. Uh Elizabeth Banks destroyed mm-hmm. as Rita Repulsa, I thought. Uh it was just so much fun. Her portrayal. It goes. Mm. She she crosses the line of over to the top, but but brings it right back down just enough so that it's like awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I, it was a it was a nice blend. I've heard um, it's very mixed. Her her uh, her responses mm. or uh, the response to her as the uh, as the villain. Um, and I I like the combination of creepy and and cheesy, campy, over yeah. the top. I kind of like the idea that like. So, so the the whole point is, and and I don't think I don't I don't think this is a spoiler because this has been announced sort of in the in the promos and kind of in the description that she returns after being gone for like sixty five million years. So mm-hmm. she she has not progressed in any way because she's been like, like uh, frozen, confined, you could say, yeah, frozen, confined for the last sixty five million years. So when she reemerges, she she is the exact same. Rita Repulsa, power hungry, when she was first, destructive, as when yeah. she was first frozen. <clears throat> so gotcha. her character isn't, you know, her character doesn't believe in in, uh, you know, playing it safe or trying to be cool or trying to be creeper, trying to be anything. Like there's no there's no society with her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't mingle with people. So I like the idea that she's just who she is in the movie. That's it. There's no there's no you know worrying about what other people think or trying to. You know, trying to impress someone or trying to whatever, she's just who she is, and That's and I cool. like that. I like, I that. like that they just mm-hmm. kind of let Elizabeth Banks loose, and, you can and tell everyone it. else played it pretty straight. I mean, there was there was some there was some corniness here and there, but really, like the Rangers and 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 Zordon, um, were were pretty pretty straightforward. Alpha Five, I really enjoyed a lot. Yeah, that he the, was a little. He, he the, was a jokester. The look of him really does not bother you when you see it portrayed on the screen. That's good to know. Um, good, yeah. good. But uh, yeah, uh, I think Johnny said it best last night when we were talking about it. It's like two movies, though. Um, and you For can kind of you can kind of tell because there's five writers of the script. You can kind of tell where they split. That's tough. But it's not. It's not disjointed. I didn't think it was that disjointing. It's just the tone kind of changes. 
Mm. It becomes a little more whimsical at the end of the movie. A little more, yeah, a little more it, silly. That, that's really when the action picks up, and it's almost like they should have sprinkled in a little bit more here and there, a little bit more action, or because it's pretty heavy in the beginning. It's pretty heavy, um, yeah, as far it, as a it's, Power it's Rangers a very movie. Chronicle vibe in the beginning. Yeah, you got that Max uh, Beam, uh, Max Bemis. <laughs> yeah, Max Bemis from the band. Say yeah, anything? Max Bemis. <laughs> uh, okay. Leads to, no, Max Max Landis feel to it at the beginning. There's a shot in the trailer <laughs> of Zach when he like leans up on the trailer uh, on his on a, on the trailer that he's laying down on. Yeah, yeah. Like he gets up, I'm like, that looks like it's ripped right out of like a Final Fantasy like uh, thing. Like it looks so great. It just looks like it's shot so well. And I'm like, mm. that looks like it's just like a, a, a screenshot from Final Fantasy cutscene or something. <clears throat> but he's mm. he's stylized to kind of have that look too with the spiky hair and the the the, the clothes he wears. And because cool. he's Asian, Dave, let's not forget that. <sighs> yeah, sure. Because <laughs> he's Asian. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, Alpha had a great line in the movie. When all the kids are they they find the ship and they've all got their coins and Alpha says different colored coins. Different colored kids. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> was, that's right. That was pretty good. I loved it. And they're also they're also little. Yeah, yeah. They didn't understand why they were so small. Anyway, mm. great. Uh, look, okay, not great movie. Great for me because I had such a fun time watching it, and I really, I really enjoyed it. It was very nostalgic. They had the the guy at the end, you know, who who put it on because Dave got the screeners right. So at mm. the end, he's like. You know, taking like, taking down people's, you know, what they say is they walk out of the theater. So I walked by him and he said, he asked me what I thought. And I just told him a lot of fun, very nostalgic. Cool. And that's all the movie needs to be to me. Yeah. Better than better than uh, the second, third and fourth Transformers movie, for sure. Well, that's which are other movies, which are other movies, I think, that are that don't don't have to be fun. Or don't have to be good, just just have some fun to it. But that fun, the the fun that you can have in those movies kind of does, it does destroy the movie. They break, My whole idea about it's okay for a movie to be dumb but fun mm-hmm. is ruined by Transformers, which are both kind of fun and all dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there's a third or a second one, but there is a mid-credits scene, so you want to stick around for that. Okay. You can do that. If you've watched the original show, like you'll want us to see it. It sets up the sequel. Do it. Nice. Nice. And there's gonna be like They're planning six. <laughs> They're planning six movies. Then they've said that Ooh. since like the start of production. That's yeah. Okay. S- Saban and, and the studio. Like, yeah, six? Sure. Why not? They better they better do well. <laughs> if they're if they're all as good as this movie, I'll take it. <clears throat> I would hope that they improve. I hope that they learn, you know, from this movie kind of the pacing right well with the uh, first one you can kind of get your your campiness from the original like you know the nostalgic out of the way and then now you can yeah. move in your own direction type yeah. of thing i agree cool that's um, all i got Dave, yeah. without getting into spoilers because i want to talk spoilers but i don't want to spoil it we'll save it for a different for episode for good yeah, old no spoil it I need to see it first. Did you see today? I saw <laughs> they're doing some uh, Han Solo uh, interviewing with the the producers and stuff. And no. one of, one of the things they're talking about is we'll find out how he got his name. So apparently, Han Solo <gasps> is not his real name. <laughs> oh no! 
Interesting. Don't Indiana Jones Han Solo. <laughs> that was the dog's now his name. name is gonna, yeah, I was going to say, now his name's going to be like George. <laughs> what st- wait, what Star Wars name is ever normal like that? Luke? He's gonna be oh, the you're right. <laughs> the first name is pretty normal. Yeah, you're right. His real name's going to be Jorge Hernandez. Ben Kenobi. Well, that wasn't his name. <laughs> That's a nickname. Though. I know, but. Old you know, Ben. Hey. Old Ben, Ben. Yeah. old B one, old Ben. Can, oh, I see how they got to it. I um, it. but I was you know, originally before we got talking about it and Stephen King. I wanted to talk about the new uh, what is it, the Lazarus contract that's coming up. Uh, me and Johnny were talking about it with the Titans and the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Oh, in comics. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward mm-hmm. to that little joint so adventure. Far behind, it's. <clears throat> I'm I, I'm I'm excited for anything Wally and. Uh, Deathstroke was a big part of Wally's history from the, you know, from the comics, from when he was Kid Flash and was part of the, the part of the Teen Titans. So this is, uh, this is super exciting to, to see that Deathstroke's coming back. If you've been reading Titans, you know that he's already been teased a little bit. He was uh, watching a monitor and there was a picture of Wally West, you know, on the screen from like some adventure they just had that just saved the day. And he's watching the footage of it and he zooms Hmm. in on Wally West and he goes, who are you? Right, because so nobody was... nobody remembers him, but but the Titans. And, right, and yeah. Well, he, he has to kind of introduce himself in a way to to get people to remember. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so yeah, that I'm was only, very cool. I'm only on the Abracadabra arc right now. I'm still a little behind. Yeah, I like that arc. Like that arc. Love Abracadabra being back. Well, speaking of, he'll be on Flash next or next week, I think. He will, and I think the guy they got to play him, it, it, he he's like the perfect choice. I think. <clears> um. <throat> I'm not going to be able to pronounce his name, but it's the dude, the Russian dude from Ant-Man, and he was also like, oh uh, yeah, that um, that crazy guy who oh, uh, you was, mean, um, was captured by Two Face in the Dark Knight. I know what is his. I can't remember. His that's first. the same guy. That's like the same guy from name. Ant-Man. Yep. Yeah, his last name is Desmalchin. I can't. Yeah, think that's of what it is. David. I can't think of it. David Desmalchin. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was on an episode yeah. of I think Batman on Batman. He was yeah. on a couple episodes yeah. of Gotham. He's a yep. follower of Jerome. That's it. Yeah, he was on. Yep, that's right. So I like him a lot. I think he's going to be the the perfect choice. He's going to like be in uh, Blade Runner. Too, that he's from the future. He's in a lot of stuff that you like. Don't really. You're like, oh wow, he's in that. He did an episode of the League. <laughs> What's that? The League. It's a fantasy football no, league. Oh, you jerk! Yeah, You're a jerk. <laughs> gotcha. You sure did. And now I have to kill you. Oh. But you'll never see it coming. Disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's going to come to an end like this. But you brought it out yourself. Apparently. So, yeah, I'm excited for the Lazarus contract. Good deal. Did, Johnny, uh, I saw something else that I'm pretty sure you're probably very excited about. You probably already know. You've probably already seen it. The uh, Superior Octopus. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I'm ready to talk about that. But we, I, I got to throw a spoiler up. Because there are people like Randy who might listen to this episode who who will get will get spoiled because he doesn't read the the books like he should. He's probably still um, crying about how much we were talking about him earlier. He's not. You can't even hear us over his crocodile tears. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the guy knows to do one thing, it's put everything off until the last minute. Oh, he's great at that. Oh, so 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We hate I'm you. giving we hate him an extra Randy. hard time because <laughs> because I am bummed out that that there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about, but I can't. Anyway, sorry, did, didn't mean to get off track. Yes, Superior Octopus. Um, so I I read I, I wasn't reading the Clone Conspiracy until I'd heard that that Otto makes an appearance in it. So then I started picking it up and reading it, and then uh, and then I read Amazing Spider-Man 25. So. This is a, a very super, super, super exciting time right now because I feel like I'm going to get exactly what I want, which is Otto as an anti-hero, um, but but he doesn't he, – he's not a Spider-Man. He's his own kind of like spider-octopus hybrid guy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, yeah, man, I'm so pumped. Because I, so I, saw, I saw the art and I'm like eh, – I don't I, – I like – Dr. Octopus, villain Dr. Octopus. I wasn't mm-hmm. crazy about him being Spider-Man, and I'm not super crazy about this superior octopus deal where he's, you know, gotten real skinny and wearing, you know, a, a Spider-Man type costume. Well, do you know why? Do you know uh, why no, he's I, real skinny? No. Uh, I know he died. His, his original body died and stuff. I'm not sure. I haven't, don't mind me going into spoilers. I, I can tell you how he ended up. I haven't up kept up. I I haven't kept up very much. I I didn't really like where. I honestly don't like where uh, Dan Slott took Spider Man. Um, but that's a whole other uh, mm-hmm. discussion to have. But but carry on. I'm curious about how he's become the superior octopus. Okay. So so as as everyone knows, <clears throat> Mind Swap with Peter became Superior Spider Man for mm-hmm. a while. When uh, when he uh, he he dies, <clears throat> excuse me, he lets himself fade away from Peter's memory and gives Peter back his body. But he did leave a backup plan, which was a copy of his consciousness in the living robot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then this clone conspiracy story comes about where the Jackal is is cloning people and bringing them back to life, and um, Otto winds up kind of getting in on it because he communicates to the Jackal through the living brain's body and convinces um, the Jackal and they work together on creating a, a, a Dr. Octopus body, like the original classic, you know, hefty guy in the mm-hmm. green suit, Dr. Octopus. Um, so it, it, he calls it not a clone, that it's straight up him. It's not like it's his, it's, it's his original consciousness. Mm-hmm. He remembers everything, even from when he was Superior Spider-Man, and he downloads himself into that body. Um, well, the clones start breaking down in the clone conspiracy story, and uh, Otto defects from the Jackal and starts protecting Anna Marie, which is the the girl that he he fell in love with during the Superior Spider-Man story, and helping Peter to take the Jackal down. Um, during their fight, uh, the Jackal, as he's dying, or as, as his body's kind of breaking down, um, tries to download himself into what they call a proto clone, which is the, which is the the clone that won't die. It's the one body that they made that that is not prone to breaking down or being destroyed, and it's a combination of Peter Parker and Otto Octavius's DNA. Hmm. So uh, as he tries to download, it, he tries to download himself. He realizes that it's gone, and Otto's gone. So Otto downloaded himself into that proto body. So he's got, and I don't know if he's got any abilities yet, but he is in a a clone, a cloned body, original Dr. Octopus mind, but cloned body of Peter Parker and Otto Octavius DNA. Uh, You know what? I'm going to say it. I kind of wish Marvel would go ahead and 
pull a DC and take their characters back in a more... I'm having the hardest time with Marvel the past few years. They keep... Mm. They've been doing a lot of stuff, and I kind of... I'm, and normally, I like people to do, um, you know, new and creative things, but Marvel, I feel like, has gone way off into left field over the past few years. But, eh, if you know, whatever. That's It's an interesting <clears throat> idea. It'd be interesting to see how it plays out. What's their His big run event? as Spider-Man was, was very well received. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Sales were good. Reviews were good. Um, and it was, it, it was a great kind of one-off story, but there right. have been enough people that have been saying like Otto went through this change as a character. Mm-hmm. And, and if you just take him back, then you're, then all of that meant nothing. Um, and, and to me, at least he's become a much more interesting character now than he was just as a villain of, of Spider-Man. And I've said this before, um, about, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy? Uh, the writer. No, 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 no. The the from from the Flash. God, how come I can't remember his name? Doctor Alchemy. I oh, said this yes, before. Yes. The Tom Felton character has evolved and changed since he first was introduced. But right. I don't want him to be changed permanently. I want him to become Doctor Alchemy again. So so I'm not. I don't believe that every well, single character does need to. There's chance of, need to change. Yeah, him. there's chance of that if you know somebody oh, totally. somebody happens to break his heart. Uh, you know. Very CW style. Uh, There's a very good chance of that to happen again. Yeah, I I could totally see that happening. But I, there are some characters that I feel like that they've evolved to a point where to take them backwards is Mm. is a disservice to the character. Like Venom, to me, to just make Venom another villain who all he wants to do is kill Spider-Man and that's all he focuses on. Wait, which Venom? Then you, uh, well, I guess really any, but I guess the classic (laughs) Eddie Brock. Okay. Um. Venom when he was an anti-hero where Not, he still you know he hated Spider-Man but he valued life and did did not want to intentionally hurt people and wound up kind of fighting crime right because he wanted to he wanted to keep the peace I guess and, and, and keep that Eddie Brock part of him took over to then just wipe that away and make him a Spider-Man villain again is is to me a disservice and I think they would absolutely do a disservice to Otto if you wipe away his time as superior Spider-Man, because it was a, he evolved to, 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 to an entirely new, he evolved into an, an entirely new character where he's still egotistical. He's still an asshole. He still talks to people like shit, um, mm-hmm. but he's got good intentions now. And that's something that Dr. Octopus has never had before. Right. Well, let's 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 stay. In, in, one last thing about Marvel. I don't know what they're doing with the X Men. I I can't keep up anymore. Uh, but it appears Gambit will be in one of the books coming up in August. So yay, for, yay for me. For um, but speaking of character arcs, did you guys see the concept art for next week's Legends of Tomorrow character they've been teasing at? No, I saw something about the uh, Legion of Doom headquarters, but well. Uh, at Paley Fest last weekend, they had the big DC TV event, and Mark Guggenheim, one of the producers, said, We've kept it under wraps, but there's a surprise cameo super crossover moment in the penultimate episode of Legends. And then today, Guggenheim tweeted out concept art for the cameo showing Felicity Smoke in a purple... Oh, wait, I did see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's... she's uh, some kind of, it, it, Basically, what ends up happening, spoilers, I, I'm not caught up, so I just, you know hit up Kyle who does the legends of tomorrow podcasts and he's on this show every so often. 
he told me that uh, they they got a hold of the whole um, Spear of Destiny, the uh, Legion of Doom did, and they rewrote history. So now it looks like she's going to be spoiler. It looks like that, which you know, mm-hmm. I, whatever. <laughs> I guess interesting. Um, yeah, but at the same time, well, Captain Cold's back now officially. Right, I was just going to say because they rewrote history, the return of Captain Cold is now here. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's dope. I'm cool with that. I don't if, mind if it's a one-off thing. Whatever. Yeah, I don't mind the look of her. I just don't. That better be, you know. And I'm sorry, Arrow fans. She's she should be behind the scenes. That's that's her thing. Like to change her into a, a character that goes out and fights, I think is too far. What I'm did so she call herself? I don't watch Arrow anymore. <laughs> didn't didn't she give herself like oh, a hero name? Overwatch because Overwatch because okay. Oliver made the joke that I guess Oracle is taken. Hmm. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Well. Uh-huh. Whatever. That's just like Supergirl making a joke about uh, my brother or my cousin used to work with a pretty aggressive vigilante. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but I like Supergirl. Uh, I'll say this. I've had some problems with Supergirl the past few episodes, but overall, I still like it. Yeah, the blindness that they have about her, their father. Like, dude, mm-hmm. let's be real. He's working with the bad guys. Whatever reason it is, you got to go get him. Get him out of there. Stop trusting yeah. this guy. And then, uh, I don't know why everybody hates Monel. I like Monel. I do too. Yeah, I like Monel too. I don't. I don't, fine. don't get He's the hate. Charming. He's yeah. charming as shit. Like I would, if that guy asked me to do anything, I'd do it for him. I get the like, feeling he's, he's that kind of guy who, like, he knocks on your door and he says, "Hey, like, I'm selling subscriptions." I'd say, "Yes, absolutely, I'll buy all of them." <laughs> I Men's hope fitness, women's fitness. Right, right. I hope the shippers don't think I'm just pulling you all into one thing here. But I think the people that don't like him are the ones that want to see Kara with Jimmy, and it's like too bad. Fuck Jimmy. <laughs> I, I could be wrong. Maybe they just don't like him because he's kind of a dude, bro. But, um, but I really don't like James. Like he, I don't either. And he's been absent he's quite really a bit. Become t- I'm glad too. He as soon as he decided he wanted to become a hero, Guardian, I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm out on this character. He's terrible. As soon as he decided he wasn't going back to Metropolis, I was out. <laughs> so episode Done. one. I, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't, I've never been a fan of how they've handled James on this show. I don't, I'm okay with the stronger Jimmy Olsen, but this guy is like, – uh, I don't know. I don't see how he was ever Jimmy Olsen. I guess that's right, the thing. Right. I don't see how he's ever that wide-eyed like, oh my gosh, oh my god, Superman, I'm, I'm his buddy, I'm his pal. Like we're best buds. Like I don't see that anywhere he, in this he character. He feels he feels personality wise on the level with Superman, and that's yeah. that shouldn't yeah. be there. Like he should be on the level. He's below the level of Clark. Like that's mm-hmm. the way that character is supposed to be. For him to gain confidence and stuff like that, that's one thing. Like like you're saying, like instead of just being this cub uh, photographer, him going on to be a reporter or an editor. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, he wants to advance in his career, but for him to jump into the world of vigilante and just be this super suave, cool guy. I don't know. I, I mean, I like win a lot more than I used to, and I've always liked win. Yeah. I like win. Um, yeah, yeah. but this season they've given him that, that progression that Jimmy should have. He's got this confidence. He's dating a super sexy alien. He's got this awesome job at the DEO. Like 
that's a good progression for him. And mm-hmm. Jimmy's is just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and Supergirl, I've actually been on the odds with in a lot of episodes. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But I still enjoy the show. I, Johnny's not going to like this. I thought Flash this season has been kind of slow. No, yeah, I'm, I'm Flash I has been that. disappointing this season. I understand that people feel that way. I, I, I'll i be completely honest. I got my blinders on a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. I, I love the show so much, and I love the characters that when they falter, it'd have to be a huge, like, really big mm. falter in order for me to, like, really legitimately walk away going. Yeah. I well, think the yeah. show, though, I think part of the problem is I think a lot of these shows, I think all of them, even though I don't watch Arrow or Legends, they're showing the problems of a 24-episode season really yes. hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really hardcore because especially Flash, I feel like this season – has had a lot of just nothing episodes, like filler <clears throat> episodes, where it's like, guys, come on! Like when I think well, about the progression I, of Jesse I have some Quick, thoughts about the filler episodes, and and that's that I I like them because it feels like a comic book, where comic book has comics book comic books have these long stories, and then once the story's over, you get one or two filler arcs, which are just you know like Flash goes to Gorilla City. Or, uh, you know, Jesse Quick shows up and they go on an adventure, whatever, and then boom, back to the status quo. And, and I, th- I think it allows them to fit more, uh, more, more characters from the comics and from the other shows in to, to kind of make it all feel – A, to make it feel like a still connected universe, which I, I like. Um, and, and, and also because they're so – like Abracadabra is a character that I've wanted to see and they're, and they're finally getting to do him um mirror master same thing and and so when you have the filler stuff it it is really like picking up an issue of the flash where he goes to las vegas and wins it all and then loses it in a, you know in, in a bad in a bad drug deal or whatever you know what i mean just something stupid because because barry's doing drugs left and right from what i understand what um no he's not he's <laughs> what, not really what did i miss really. um but uh it's just uh i, I think I think it allows for more episodes, which on a network is okay. And, but something like Netflix, I mean, we were talking about Iron Fist a little bit earlier. That's too much. 13 episodes is too much for Netflix because they don't do the kind of filler episodes that like the Flash and Arrow do. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, see, I just, I just disagree. I think that the 24 episodes, because they're still you say it feels like a comic book but they're not interrupting anything they're, except the story they're telling they're really slowing down their season long story and i think that just hurts the i'll say i think that hurts the season i like how agents of shield handled it this year it's been like 3 seasons so mm-hmm. they broke the season which is 22 or 24 episodes into thirds and so you have these yeah. you have these long overarching storylines that are progressing slowly but in the meantime you have these very interesting storylines that are progressing every week so hmm. what i've liked about that is like you got 12 12 and 12 or whatever it is you know eight eight and eight whatever i can't remember how they did it but it's broken up into three parts and it's been so easy to follow now so easy to get involved and been and to me entertaining because it's self-contained to that eight, ep- eight episodes, but it's still carrying over into the next eight and then the next eight and the overarching season-long character stories. 
So um, for me, that's been kind of a nice theme that they've done this for what I what I can tell it's the first time it's been that way on that show or on that series like they have had titles for each arc like Ghost Rider and then LMD and then this next one is um maybe I shouldn't say because <laughs> it's kind of a spoiler um it's already out there I don't think it's a spoiler what is it's just Hydra isn't it something like Hydra Nation or something something like that, like that is yeah that, is yeah. that the comic that might be the comic I can't remember. It's, it's dealing with like Hydra that. And and then uh, you know Justin tweets out that he's sick of them always bringing back Ward, and I get that, but this isn't the same. The, the way they're doing it, like I would totally get it if like, oh, for real, he was he was dead for like half a season, mm. um, mm-hmm. and then he was gone for so long, and you know, but now he's back, but he's not actually back. So it's the same as seeing Eddie Thawne in the Speed Force. Similar, it, very similar. It, it's yeah, it, it's it's not a real reality. And that so, was a nice that was a nice touch to get like all that. the all the dead characters um into one little mm-hmm. pop there. Yeah. I, I'd actually love to see Eddie and uh, Ronnie both come back. Meh. I'd be interested in seeing them. I liked Eddie in the first season. I thought he was. I, I thought he didn't deserve the crap that he went through. That uh, that Amel is too busy making there. movies. For Netflix. Oh, all right. Well, good for him. <laughs> Check out I that movie, Ark. I didn't see an Iron Fist. Ark on Netflix. That movie's good. He's in that. Mm. It's kind of mm. like a like a looping story. Like it just the the thing keeps resetting, so they keep living the same moment over and over again, and they have to figure out why and how to fix it. And it it was it was interesting. So I'll I'll, I'll agree with you that twenty four episodes is too long. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I I will never disagree with that anymore because mm-hmm. I think the Netflix formula, the eight to thirteen, whatever they wind up working out, is is almost perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but the I CW is not going to change. I don't think. No, no, no. no, no. So so it, I'd rather just kind of accept these are twenty four, lo- you know, these are twenty four episode long arcs. Um, right. But I and and I I don't mind the little filler in between. If it's done okay, you know what I mean. Like the right. the one and done villains are, I'm I'm done with those. I'm done with the one and mm-hmm. done villains. Like Abracadabra showing up, you know, show me that he's going to appear again. Right, right. Um, like like they've done with the trickster. I've liked the use of the trickster. He's been used like once per season. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're going to kind of wrap up here because we got to close things out and I have to record another podcast shortly. Ah, uh, good point. Good point. Um, Matt, mm-hmm. I would love it if you would tell the fine, fine listeners of Atomic Kingdom uh, what you do with your free time. Sure. In my free time, I take long walks on the beach. And uh, I, no. <laughs> ladies, he's married. Calm down. In, ladies. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I do. Uh, I do this other podcast on the Atomic Geekdom Network. It's called the Two Broke Geeks Podcast. I do it with my buddy, Justin. You've probably heard him on this podcast a few times. <laughs> um, we just talk about more geeky stuff, kind of like on this show, only we do it in a weirder fashion. Um, a lot more swearing. and a lot... <laughs> Yeah, and you can hear, you can find us on uh, 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 Satchel and on iTunes and on Google Play and on Twitter. You can find us at 2BGPod and on Facebook, you can find us at Facebook.com slash 2BrokeGeeksPodcast or just 2BrokeGeeks. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's always weird. I guess 2BrokeGeeksPod um, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and we're also on Instagram at 2BGPod. Pod. So you can find us all those places. Awesome, awesome, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Johnny Five. That's me. 
uh, please do what up, s- do something similar as to what Matthew has has just done. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> I'm uh, I'm also part of a of, of a, another podcast called uh, Justin Pals with my my pal Randy, who you've uh, heard here on this podcast a couple of times. Um, actually Matt's my currently best in a feud in the with world. him. <laughs> I don't understand. Are you guys fighting or are you best friends? Hey, hey, even We're brothers, frenemies. even brothers okay. fight. Yeah, whatever. You guys, whatever. Look, <laughs> we're on Jealous. the Atomic Kingdom website, uh, and you can find us on uh, what else? iTunes, Google Play, Satchel Player. We're on Twitter at Just Two Pals. I'm on there at Johnny Wellens, and uh, I'm going to start a new hashtag. Uh, go go Paller Rangers. <laughs> Paller Rangers. <laughs> Did it? Oh wow, that was incredible. That yeah, was. You heard it here first. I, like... I realized because as I've gone back and listened to some of our episodes, because we're we're having to upgrade some of our software that we've used because I've been running into problems with it, and on top of the computer problems that we've had, and I noticed that Randy and I create new like 20 new hashtags every episode <laughs> well eventually i'm going to uh, compile a list of all the hashtags that we've said that we're going to start and because really the only shirt, one that's stuck make, is the, make a shirt with all of them on it with all the different hashtags that's a great idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'll be like a digital right, right in front in you know in in 3d is uh is a uh, hashtag just do pals because look go. if you're having a long day if you're tired of podcasting if you're just tired of life and you're thinking you're going to end it, just pop open a Sheesh. Mountain Dew Voltage because if you drink that, you won't do anything. You won't make any poor decisions. So, other hashtag than, just do. Other than the one decision to open that can. That's the only decision you need to make, Dave. That's right. All the right. Decision your life. <laughs> right. Uh, thank you all for listening to Atomic Geekdom. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Give us a like, follow. Uh, find us on YouTube. Uh, please like and subscribe us there. There'll be some great content coming up very, 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 very soon. From WonderCon, from Heroes and Villains Fan Fest, and from C2E2. I can guarantee you that much, at least. Um, we'll try to get some original content over the summer. I promise. We're working on it very hard. Um... If you liked what you heard tonight, please give us a review and rate us on iTunes and do the same for the pals and the broke geeks. Only takes a minute or two, helps us all gain some listeners and grow the conversation. Um, and, you know, it's just a nice thing to do if you're a fan of the show, if you're a listener. Um, as the boys said, you can find our show along with theirs and the Ringside Geeks Wrestling Podcast on AtomicGeekdom.com, Google Play, Stitcher, not Stitcher, well, somewhat Stitcher. Uh, maybe some of them Stitcher, uh, satchel players, what I meant to say. And on iTunes, that's the one. <clears throat> Thank you all again for listening to us ramble on about fun, geeky content and not at all about the Nintendo switch. Suck it, Randy. Ooh. <laughs> Only cause I've Take never that. played the Nintendo switch. Cause I don't have one, but you know, I wish I had more time for it, but I don't. It's like the child I neglect. If I were to have a child. Even with that, we better, we better, <laughs> we better get out of here, Dave. Right. Now you're, now you've caused trouble. I have, I have. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. We will talk to you soon, guys. Thanks for sitting in with me. No props. Goodbye. Bye.